Welcome to Episode 20 of the Insurance Agency Trendsetters Podcast. Welcome to the Insurance Agency Trendsetters Podcast, where we explore how insurance agents can leverage technology to create better relationships with our prospects, customers, and agency team members. We believe tech should help us serve customers better and more efficiently, not replace the human-to-human interaction that's made the independent insurance agent a trusted advisor to clients. You'll hear from industry experts and agents who are on the leading edge of marketing, tech, and providing world-class customer experiences. It's time to level up the industry, and you're the trendsetters who can. Hey, George, it's good to be on with you again. Charlotte, it's great to be here. I tell you, we've had a little bit of a pause there, but it's, it's great to be back. Absolutely. Well, I tell you, even though we're still kind of in a lockdown mode with this pandemic, there's been a whole lot going on in the news, and uh, we've got some things to talk about today. Oh, I am telling you, Charlotte, I was so amazed the other day. It's like one acquisition after the next, it just kept rolling through, and I was on the phone with another one of our friends talking about it late in the evening, and they were like, I just can't believe how much it uh, took place today, but you know, we've seen quite a bit lately. I think, you know, the, the latest one that we saw, of course, was the Applied Easy Links acquisition, which uh, I don't think a lot of people had any idea that was uh, getting ready to happen. Yeah, that, that was a surprise. In fact, uh, when you told me about it, I was kind of surprised. And then, you know, we'd been talking with someone else about doing a podcast and their company had been acquired. And, you know, we're actually hoping to get some of these companies that have been involved in these acquisitions on in later episodes of our podcast but yeah, let's kick this off and talk about some of these acquisitions. In fact, I saw a story from Insurance Journal that insurance agency M&A deals were up 20% during the pandemic. And I believe that because I've seen some fairly large deals happen in just the last several months, especially with some large agencies here, even in North Carolina that we've noticed. So let's go back to the uh, EasyLinks acquisition. Um, what do you think were the reasons for that? What, what attracted um, Applied to, to buy them? Well, I think my opinion, Charlotte, is that they looked at it first and foremost um, as they were a competitor and they felt like they could probably you know gain more market share by purchasing EasyLinks. Secondly, which is probably close to the first item was the Raider. I think the Raider was a key component of that particular acquisition uh, because the applied Raider um, has been out there for a while. uh, And I don't know that it gained a lot of market share and they knew easy links Raider had more market share and they could pick that up. And you will probably see the integration of that into the other applied products. And then I think, as they look at this, you know, they've got applied Epic, which is a, a nice system, uh, probably geared more towards the higher end and commercial segmentation of the agency market. And EasyLinks is geared a lot towards the personal lines and they were gaining momentum in the commercial side. So I think it's a good acquisition for applied. And from the information that I've received, it sounds like they're going to be keeping the employees from EasyLinks for a period of two years, which gives me the thought process that, they will more than likely keep the EasyLinks product in play uh, for quite a while. 
you know, and, and this is not a new phenomenon in the agency management system world. I mean, I, you and I were actually involved with NSTAR uh, way back when. Back when, in the day. Um, AMS, now Vertifor, which there may be somebody. Did they change their name again? <laughs> I'm trying to keep no, I, think, I think they're still Vertifor. Okay. Still Vertifor. Um, but, yeah, that was an acquisition that, that um, you and I were, go, were going through um, many years ago. So, you know, obviously it makes sense um, for these companies to acquire um, companies in a similar line of business, but maybe they have some unique functionality or some unique market segment that the acquiring company would like to be able to have access to. Yeah, I agree. I think there, there will also be some overlap. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays and what their communication is out to the agents in regards to the, that area where they may have some overlap. But I still believe that the strong piece of this is definitely the Raider. Uh, and that will give Applied a very strong uh, uptick in the Raider market segmentation. Uh, and then, of course, they're, they're gaining the lower end uh, for the personal line. So I think that'll be a good move for them. Because if you look at, let's just take Vertifor as an example, you know, the AMS 360 product. And then you also look at their acquisition, which was another for acquisition, Charlotte, of QQ. And they've kept QQ in play, and they've used that more towards the lower end of the market segment. So I think that's uh, probably the play that Applied will make here, but we'll have to wait and see how that goes. But that would be my take on this acquisition. Yeah, you know, and it's really important for these agency management system companies to have more than one offer, more than one um, product, because what a large... Uh, regional agency might need is very, very different than what a small, mostly personal lines, very local agency might need. You know, they, it, and certainly, you know, a, a startup agency or a very small office can't afford to spend what perhaps an AMS 360 or an Epic would cost. And it's just too much complexity for them. You know, it just doesn't make sense. So they, they absolutely need to make sure that they keep their product suite varied and and current and up to date and um, as we know and very much you know uh technology changes really quickly oh it does it does it's uh it's ever changing and i and i tell you the other thing too i think with this is that you know when you have that product on the lower end of the market as that particular agency grows they might grow into that next level um so they can stay with the same vendor and, and make that transition. Uh, so I think that's another thought process as we look at the way these companies are buying. And then we also have to remember that Applied bought uh, Indio a while back, which I thought was another right. great acquisition uh, for them. So it's uh, it's quite interesting to see that they're going out and purchasing other technologies that they may or may not have instead of trying to build it themselves. Yeah, and actually, we'll link to that NDO podcast um, that we did in our show notes as well, because uh, that, that happened right around the time of the acquisition, as I remember. Is when we I know, I know it did. It did. <laughs> so, we were right on top of that. That we, we picked that product out immediately. I think Applied was listening to our podcast. It, that, I'm sure that's what it was. <laughs> Charlotte and George are going to talk about it. We need to pay attention. We but, need to um, pay attention. You know, I think a now lot of agents think about, you know, the agency to agency acquisitions and, um, you know, it, it just like this is, it's basically a, acquiring a like business, 
Um, but you know, there's other acquisitions certainly going on out there that aren't necessarily just exactly the same line of business. Yeah, and I think another example of that is one that took place recently, Charlotte, and that was the Zywave ac- acquisition of ITC, mm-hmm. uh, which was a great marriage, I think, because if you look at Zywave, Zywave uh, is more of a benefits-related entity in the insurance world. And then you go back and you look at ITC, and ITC is really based on the PNC market segment, the personal and commercial lines with with their websites, uh, with the rating, which is another strong rating product, and also with their agency management system. And they had just recently acquired uh, Agency Matrix, which was quite that was that whole play there was quite interesting. So ITC acquires Agency Matrix, and then Zywave acquires ITC. Well, that actually is a strategy for a lot of people that do acquisitions that are really in the business of acquiring companies is they look for acquisitions that perhaps they can get at a lower price point and then resell to someone who's maybe a vertical integrator or doing something else at a higher price point. So, you know, and it makes their company um, more valuable if they're looking to be acquired. So um, I think that was obviously a very, very smart move on um, behalf of ITC. I have to agree with with that analysis, Charlotte. And I tell you, it'd be interesting. We should try to get somebody from uh, either Zywave or ITC to come on and talk a little bit about that. Um, That could be a whole segment on just uh, acquisition strategy (laughs) for agents as well. (laughs) Uh, maybe, Maybe we could start helping agents do that and then we'll just take a small cut. Well, you know, it's interesting because a lot of people initially would have assumed, you know, oh, with this pandemic going on, 2020 is going to be a terrible year. Everybody's just going to hunker down and not do anything. But the reality is, is in times of economic crisis, there often is a lot of opportunity, especially in the mergers and acquisitions area. And I think that's why we saw a 20% increase in agency acquisitions in 2020. It's because there were companies out there that um, had the cash, had the expertise, could go out and acquire some of these other businesses that maybe just didn't have the energy to face what they had to deal with during the pandemic. Good point. And, and another one that that caught my eye was the American Family acquisition of Bold Penguin. Now, if you also remember, American Family picked up MSA, uh, so that'll be more of a familiar name probably with the independent agents uh, out there. But that acquisition, you know, with Bold Penguin, Bold Penguin is really focused on the commercial lines rating and ex- exchange of leads between agents for commercial uh, accounts. And I think that was a pretty smart move on, on their behalf to pick that up. And it's going to be interesting to see how they integrate that into their current strategies. And, and so I, I got to ask you this, um, 10, 15 years ago, would you have thought there would have been an insurance um, business that was named Bold Penguin? I just love that name. I would not have thought that, but that that is it is that's brilliant, and we'll have to get we'll have to get those guys on to talk about the selection of the name. That would be another yeah another good side topic. But you're right, and and some of these names are, are quite interesting as you look out there in the uh, in the marketplace today. But 
But that was a that was another interesting acquisition, and, and all of these have happened in the last you know three four weeks. It hasn't been that oh, long, right? You know, and and I think one thing to note is that um, they all provide some type of technology advantage to the acquirer, um, and you know I think that's something that agents can look at as well. A lot of times, agents would only think of acquisitions of maybe another agency, but acquiring InsureTech companies are inquiring some other type of technology company that is um, a benefit to the insurance agent or, you know, it, it's applicable to their business. It's certainly a, a play that could be made. Very, very true. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. Some of these guys are coming out, you know, you don't know if they're making money or not, but if you get the right marriage, uh, it could work out in a very significant way uh, for increased growth and profitability and for the industry as a whole. Uh, and as we talk about that, there's, there's one other acquisition I thought was quite interesting, uh, which was uh, Brown and Brown acquiring Coverhound. Now, mm-hmm. independent agents may not have heard of Coverhound, but Coverhound is a, a company that really focused first on automobile and then other personal lines products. And they sold uh, on the internet, online. They had a group of people in the back end answering the phones and buying buying the business. Uh, But it's more of an online acquisition. And if you've ever seen their commercials uh, that they put out there, Charlotte, I would really encourage our listeners to go and listen to and watch, if you go to their website, uh, the commercials that they have. They're, They're fabulous. They're very upbeat and energetic. And in a lot of my presentations, I will you know demonstrate that and, and show it to the to the group so that they can see it. Uh, but they've got you know, the people running around the office, uh, shooting everybody with Nerf ball guns or whatever, and doing other things and just talking. It's, it's a very interesting piece. But 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 anyway, back to the acquisition side. The acquisition piece here's Brown and Brown, who probably doesn't have a strategy for that online marketplace. So they buy Coverhound, and now. They've got instantly an online access model that's already working. And, and also, Coverhound has another piece called, uh, there's a cyber piece to that where they're selling cyber insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and I would like to throw in one other idea besides tech, because um, I know agents that have purchased some side businesses like car washes or a side business like a storage unit facility, you know, the, the storage buildings that you see everywhere. And, you know, again, a lot of people don't think that this is a great time to acquire, but it could be an excellent time to make an acquisition. And, you know, as we're seeing all this activity in the marketplace, I, what I hope it does is give agents, uh, particularly agents that have, um, you know, a good supply of cash or maybe um, really strong credit to say, hey, Maybe this is something that we might want to do um, to supplement the the agency business that we have, and you know potentially find something that has some synergy with the business, like we've seen with some of the tech acquisitions. Um, and of course, we've seen um, uh, an independent agent launch their own tech company, and that that's a lot more work. But it's yes, we certainly we, we have seen that and exactly. But but you know, probably Charlotte will be having a future podcast about one or two of those talking about. They just got purchased by somebody and and they've made millions of dollars. But yeah, that's that's an excellent point. So um, you know, just I, I would say with the, the 
the thing with acquisitions is if if that's part of your business plan, if that's something you are interested in, um, you know, there's a lot of information that's out there and available. And just watch what's happening first of all. See see what's who's being acquired. And a lot of times you can just go online and find out, you know, like for example, if you want to find out what a CPA firm is acquiring, just go in there and they'll tell you <laughs> what they've acquired. Um uh, you know, Charlotte, going brand. going back to the car wash piece, you know, we recently uh, picked up one of those real nice car washes here in town, and and you drive through. It's got all the lights and flashy uh, gadgets in there as you're going through. But I was thinking, it wouldn't it be great if you're going up to the car wash and you put your information and it says, "Would you like an auto quote?" and you hit yes, and then it goes through all of the data, pulls all the data out. And by the time you finish the car wash and you're going out and it's drying the car, it flashes up your potential premium and then you could purchase the policy. Now, th- just keep that in mind. We may want to take that and run with it. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, I didn't necessarily think of uh, car wash being synergistic with an agency, but guess it could be definitely possible. Yeah. When you mentioned that, it, it uh, made me start thinking. So I may start working on that business plan. All right. So, Anything else you want to cover while we're talking about acquisitions? I think that those are the main ones that we've seen in the past uh, month. But to your point, you know, I will say that I have seen a lot of the larger agencies um, being sold uh, to even larger entities. Uh, and it's quite interesting to watch that particular acquisition strategy uh, and kind of see where that's going to lead. Um, and the, we know that that's a continual process. And I think we've seen quite a bit over the past 12 months that have occurred. Uh, and so it's going to be interesting as we go into 2021 to see if that continues and what the strategy is there. We know that money is cheap at the moment. Uh, so that might be part of that piece uh, to give a higher dollar value for the agency because they know they're not paying as much in interest. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Money is cheap for some things. Reinsurance money, not so much, but um, <laughs> there are definitely we're doing deals like this. And, uh, you know, there's also more private equity money coming into the insurance industry. Um, I'm, I've noticed some more um, buzz about that. So, it, it, again, if, if acquisitions are potentially part of your business plan, I would certainly set up some Google alerts and just keep your eye out there on the news and and be aware of what's being bought and uh, watch for those opportunities. I agree. All right. Well, that wraps up our first topic. So first part of this podcast. So I hope you'll join us for our upcoming part two, where we're going to talk about some of the censorship happening um, online and how it can impact agencies and their risk, particularly for their marketing. So thanks for joining us, and we will see you in part two. Thanks for joining us on the Insurance Agency Trendsetters podcast. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes, and be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. You can find show notes for each episode at insuranceagencytrendsetters.com, as well as links to contact Charlotte and George. We'll see you next time on the podcast.